Hi, Emmaus. Welcome back to the Proclaim and Display podcast, episode 38, where we help you show and tell the gospel to your neighbors and the nations. Back in the studio today with Jaron and Kennedy and Jeff. Hey, hey, what's hey. up? What's up, guys? Man, we got the whole band together today. Wow. Like, this is great. So, uh, table. I'll take piano. Jaron, you got guitar. Cool. Jeff, you're on the mic with the solo. Mm. Kennedy? Drums? As long as I can play the drums in the little shaker thing. I like oh, that thing. Oh, yeah. Maybe I don't even know what it's called, but I some, like it. Some cowbell and triangle, maybe? Yeah, so, like, I'll play the triangle. Oh, I, the I think I'm kind of... I'm confident we could make some music together with that band. I mean, let's <laughs> give us a week. I think we could play a song. We just need a good name. That's really all that matters. Oh man, oh, I'm not very creative. No. What you got? Nothing. I don't have one. Well, we got facial hair on three. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't have facial hair. For you guys can't see. Just we might want to be very careful. Like, we, can find, <laughs> we really enjoy being a part of a band. It's like we can find ourselves quickly without without a job here. <laughs> On this situation, so uh, <laughs> three beards and a lehu. I yeah. like it right there. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's amazing. So you guys, anybody, uh, anybody take music lessons, do music stuff back in the day? Uh, what 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 that look like? So oh yeah, I I took piano when I was a kid. You did? Oh wow. yeah, for four or five yeah. years probably. Yeah, and four or five years. I had a grandmother who was a music teacher, so it was a kind of a requirement for all the grandkids to take take piano. So you're kind of an expert then. Uh, yes, yeah, I've been hiding it, but Betsy can't hold a candle. Just, You've been called it. out, Betsy. I'm just kidding, by the way. I love it, yeah. That's great. Yeah. I took piano, too, for four or five years. So my mom played church piano for, goodness, decades and decades. And so her kind of requirement, but I'm thankful she had us do it, was if we were going to play sports, which we did all the time, we were also going to take some piano. And so... Go. It wasn't, you know, always amazing that that I did, but <laughs> the lady was like, you, "Oh, and you got all the notes correct. The rhythm was a little off, but you got all the notes correct." Uh, thanks for that. So, yeah, four or five years of piano for me. Kenny, do you have any music background at all? No, nope, I just danced my you whole oh, that's life. True. I didn't do oh, this is else. getting better. That's right, you did. Dance. Maybe yeah. I'll be the backup dancer for our band. <laughs> That's Never, mind. Some <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Forget I said that. Erase that. Yeah, I contact that email. That was awesome. Yeah, that's so good. Video podcast would have been fun for that. Yeah. One. I. I mean, I. My grandpa played guitar, so in high school I showed some interest, and he gave me one of his guitars, which I still cherish to this day. So. That's, yeah. That's basically where my roots come from. So. Love it. All right, Amaya. if you have any band names. For the podcast, <laughs> let us know. All right. So on today's podcast, specifically, we are thinking about Wednesday night ministry at Emmaus, starting back with the school year, getting ready for Wednesday nights. Wednesday, September the 6th, we restart the short story. If you're ready to cut us off because of the music conversation, the short story is meal at 5 p.m., groups at 6 p.m. That gets you where you where you want to go. But Let's dig into that a little bit because I, I really do think it's not, this is not just an informational podcast. We want you to hear our hearts on this. This is a discussion of ministry and church and, and theology. And we really want to think about this carefully. Like, There's a danger in church that we just put stuff on the calendar or we do something because we've always done it. And so we're a Baptist church. So we're supposed to meet on Wednesday night and eat together. But there has to be a better reason than that. And so we need to think through why we do these things. And even for people at Emmaus, they're giving us their time and they're coming and participating. So why would I come on Wednesday night? Uh, thinking through that a little bit. So let's take the meal, five o'clock. 
I remember the family max is $20 because every week I'm thankful for that. I don't remember exactly how much the meal cost. I think it's $6, Six. for an adult, and three, three for a kid, kid. Yeah. and then, man, we love that $20 uh, max. That's a gift every week. And so we're so thankful for our kitchen crew. Absolutely. Shout out to uh, Absolutely. to them. Favorite meals, guys? Oh. Wednesday nights at Emmaus? It's, isn't it obvious? This is obvious. Okay. Jeff and I are on the same. We know exactly what our answer is. I need to hear it because I'm afraid that yeah, I just I know it's, it's, it's breakfast. breakfast. Oh, yeah. oh okay. okay. Yeah, sign me yeah. up for that. Yeah. yeah, breakfast. You can smell the bacon Re- cooking oh. when you're oh, even outside the building. Tough. That yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah, sign me up for that one. Big so Okay, so we'll take breakfast and put it in its own category. What else? Any other favorite meals? Mm. I love the strawberry delight. Like the dessert. Mm. Oh, oh, so good. The apple cake? Man, just we make that apple cake in our house. And Man. It's, uh, it's the deviled eggs? That make it on the salad Ooh, bar. If you gotta get there early enough, because they yeah, go quick. They go quick. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, kind of like the fruit bowl. It goes quickly yeah. too. So I, they do some with the paprika and then some without. Is like the paprika okay. like a uh, an avoidance pa- thing for some folks? I don't know. Paprika? Are we? Well, yeah, like the little red dusting red of. You don't remember paprika we, from Blue's? No, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> I was on the fruit bowl still, and oh. I was like, "Please tell me there's not paprika no, in the I'm fruit bowl." The, no, you're on the deviled eggs. eggs. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, that's good. I'm back around. <laughs> Sorry, I rejoined the conversation squirrel. here. So I got yeah. distracted by the eggs. <laughs> I never in a million years oh, thought that I would be a meatloaf guy, but the meatloaf that that Karen makes, oh, I'm like, yeah. "Whoa, interesting, man, sneaky good." Yeah. Sometimes I want the uh, the kid option. Every yes, now and then no, I look true. over there and I'm like, those dino chicken nuggets look pretty good. <laughs> Man. The corn dogs oh, always dog. look oh, so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. We may have to like flip it one Wednesday night. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, just I, I'm a fan of Mexican anytime, so yeah. tacos, those are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many good options. You know, I, I love walking around the room, connecting with people on Wednesday night at the meal. That's always fun. My, my – at least I have one kid that's still at the age that she just really wants to eat with me on Wednesday night because she hasn't seen me in a long time. So it's it's fun to connect with the family and then get up from the table and walk mm-hmm. around and, and, and see people. Let's talk just for a second. Um, we don't want the time to get away from us, but there is a theology of the table, a theology of eating together. What comes to your mind when you, you think about that, what it means for Christians to gather and eat together both for discipleship, but also for, for missions. So you guys just kind of jump in. We, we didn't pre-plan this, but let's talk about this. I mean, my first thought is one of my go-to passages of Scripture is Acts chapter 2, and where it kind of describes the church first really kind of coming together after, after Jesus had ascended. And, you know, it's talking about other disciplines, like, you know, being committed to the Word and to prayer and bearing each other's burdens and it makes a point to say breaking of bread together yeah like it's it, it the fact that it would be so specific to say you know what having meals with other believers is part of mm-hmm. what it means to be in a family a community of believers yeah and there's a fun debate there and we'll actually wrap up the whole podcast today with this but is that referring specifically to what we think of as the lord's supper or communion is that referring to a meal is it the famous both and which i'm always in favor of and and maybe it, it is speaking to something yeah something like that in the early church. But yeah, that's a great, great starting place on that. I mean, I definitely want to think theologically, um, but also just practically for me. Uh, I mean, most people are surprised to hear me say that I'm more slanted towards the introvert. So like creating conversation with people is like a, that's a a skill I've had to work on and and learn. And so the meal kind of takes a lot of the edge off socially with folks. And so it, I feel like it breaks down a lot of barriers, uh, especially if you're doing 
having people into your home. I mean, that's a vulnerable thing, letting folks in your home, letting them eat your food. You know, do they trust you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It? And all those things. So, like on a practical level, um, uh, it's it makes it uh, a much smoother situation to breaking down to, barriers. Yeah, there Man, you that's go. Thank I, you I, no, no. That was your phrase. I'm picking up on exactly what you said. Breaking down barriers is is fantastic when it comes to a meal and. It connects you in a way that, you know, few other things don't. So, Kennedy, anything jump to mind from the maybe the missions or the just discipleship that you've done with, yeah. with girls? We So kind of like what Jeff said, my first thought is always Acts 2 um, and just the early church. But we also joke with the college ministry a lot. Like, we take Acts 2 pretty seriously, especially the food part. Yeah. If you've been <laughs> around the food, most, yeah. Like, if you've been around the college ministry, we take the food part pretty seriously. Um Hibachi specifically. Oh man, still have yet to make one of these. I've got to. Oh, you got to change that in a hurry. Yeah, Yeah. but also just thinking through, like, kind of like what Jaron talked about, like incorporating just your daily life into um, fellowshipping with believers, like reaching those that maybe don't know Christ. Um, I also think of a lot of just when thinking through community and doing life with others. this goes a little bit away from eating, but also just Hebrews 10, 24 through 25, just like considering how to stir one another up mm-hmm. in love and good words, not neglecting to meet together. Um, and just that idea of just doing life together, mm-hmm. um, doing the normal everyday daily tasks in order to build each other up um, in our walk. Well, and I kind of feel like too, like in our culture and in, in the United States, like we're a really busy culture. And I, I don't know this with certainty, but I feel like every other culture in the world does this a lot better than we do, of being able to slow down and enjoy. I I know of people who go and they visit overseas and like mealtime is, you know, Mm -hmm. two hours long. And we're, you know, can we squeeze in 30 (laughs) minutes to make this happen? So yeah, no, that's something we have to learn and be reminded of. You know, it's interesting in the States, we might be one of the only countries that like waiters come and say like, are you ready for your check? If you go to another country, it's really common that like you mm. have to ask for it, that a waiter's never going to like say, are you ready for your check? Because that's rude. And they like want you to have that time together at a table. Um, and so it's interesting that here in the States, that's something that happens a lot. Is just a waiter's like, are you ready for your check? When you go to another culture, like you have to ask for it because the waiter doesn't want to interrupt your time with the people around your table. Interesting. Yeah. Well, Emmaus, don't waste your meals. God's given us those as opportunities for discipleship, building up the church, and also advancing the gospel. And so we can have those have those meals and, and have that time together. And there's a beautiful revelation, eschatology, end times element to meals that we will gather around this table. And that's an imagery of, of life in the new creation. So we love that. So hopefully when you gather at 5 p.m., we hope it's good for your family. It's it's always good food at a, at a good price, but there is a discipleship theological element to this, and so we we don't want to waste that together. All right, so we're getting you out of there by six o'clock because we're starting groups. Jaron's working on, um, you know, uh, music worship side of things. And before we get to the groups, here in a second, Jeff's going to give us a rundown. Jeff and, and Kennedy are going to talk about the group options this fall. Before we get there, we need to celebrate. The volunteers and the ministry that happens with preschoolers and kids and students because, I mean, that's some of the the secret sauce to Wednesday nights. So I don't have anything else to say other than thank you to those who are doing that. I mean, you're coming in in the middle of the week for some of these people after a long day at work or school. And uh, it is a sacrifice, but I think the buy-in we see from our church is a reality of how 
what a blessing it is to our people. Mm-hmm. So it's a good deal. But I know what it's like to hang out with my kids after a long day of work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed that anybody the, would, yeah. choose. They would hang out with they lots would of choose kids. To I have to. Other yeah. Kids. Yeah. But no, it, yeah, in great. all seriousness, like my kids come home with uh, some cool biblical truths that we get to talk about. And oh, that's, yeah. that's a testament to those leaders for sure. Yeah. I think about my youth group days. I mean, Wednesday night was it. Like yeah. that was the mm-hmm. that, that was, was what you thought fun, about. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, absolutely. And so, back in the day, my dad leading RAs, Royal Ambassadors oh, on Wednesday man. nights. Yeah. And so, Wednesday nights have shaped, I mean, my faith and spiritual growth in yeah. in really important ways. And so, we're going to talk about. Uh, talk about adult groups here in about 30 seconds, but I just didn't want to pass over how important that is and how thankful we are for those volunteers. All right, Jeff, take us down the list, talk through these groups, and then hand it off to Kennedy, and, and we'll we'll wrap up here in a few minutes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited about this semester. If you've not been involved in our Wednesday nights before, uh, we, we kind of take a, uh, a class-type approach, so we have multiple options uh, for adults to pick from, and they study different topics and different you know, we have a men's and women's study. Um, and so we, we do a semester of eight, eight-ish weeks or so. Um, and so it's kind of a, it's not a, a, a short, or it is a shorter uh, commitment. Uh, but I think that gives time to focus. And we, we do have kind of a dual purpose in all of these classes. One of it, of course, is the content, like what, what you're studying. Um, like we have topical studies, we have books of the Bible studies. Um, it, it's meant so you can come and learn but a big part of it, too, is, like Owen said earlier, is the relationships that you build. Um, as much as possible, those groups try to um, break it down into smaller groups and have some interaction so that you're getting to know other believers in there as well. So um, a, a few of the options I'll just kind of run through that we have. We have a women's group. This, this semester, we're only doing one women's group. That's going to be led by Jennifer Maynard. I'm really excited for you to get to know her. She uh, has some experience teaching Bible studies. She's been excited about this for a while. And she's going to be walking you through Galatians. Um, So a lot of times we've done books and videos and things like that. She is just going to teach through Galatians. So there's actually no cost uh, this time. And uh, if you want to sign up, you can go ahead and sign up. That way they kind of know you're coming and we can print you some materials. But other than that, I, I think that... That will be a, a very fun time. We've always had a great buy-in from our ladies on that. And then the last couple of years, I've I've had the privilege of teaching the guys group. Uh, we've we've gone through some different different studies, and we have a solid group, core group of guys there that have been coming. We'd love to have more. This time, I'm I'm repeating one. I, I haven't repeated a lot of studies in there, but probably five or six years ago, we had a couple of groups do a study called Stepping Up by Dennis Rainey. Um, it's basically just an approach to biblical manhood and kind of walks through what does it look like to be a man, a husband, a father, a friend, a co-worker, um, as the Lord uh, has has led us to be. And so I'm really excited about that. It'll be kind of a, we'll do a short video uh, during that time, and then we'll we'll have the rest of that time to discuss and kind of talk back and encourage each other. And then we'll have kind of a co-ed, just a general Bible study. Um, so this would be this would be one if you like kind of the traditional Wednesday night Bible study. This would be a good one for you. And this is what Carl has done in kind of the Fellowship Center yes. in the past. So that crew probably connect really well. Yeah, with if you this if one. you like kind of like that, this is that same same style. Uh, Carl is going to take a break. We hate to see it, but he's gonna he's gonna take a well deserved break from that this semester. And uh, Judge Darby, Richard Darby, is going to be leading that class. And we got a little preview of this yeah. in the summer, uh, hearing him teach 
a little bit. He's a great teacher, a great guy to get to know. Yeah, I'm excited um, about this one. It, yeah. it, it should be really fun. He's he's going to tackle Romans, um, and so I'm excited for you guys to get a chance to do that. One small change to that class is we are going to move it over to the choir room, um, mostly so that we're not in the way of the kitchen crew, <laughs> yeah. uh, having having to kind of you know do both of those at the same time. So you'll have to walk next door over into the choir room, um, but I think it'll be a walk uh, well worth it. We don't have that moving sidewalk installed just yet. No, not yet. No, not yet. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. We're waiting we're waiting on the giving. That's phase up. phase that's, two. That's yeah. <laughs> listeners, uh, yeah. mail in your checks for moving sidewalks. There you go. Put that so. on your tithe check. But yeah, so that um, gives us a, a women's group, a men's group, uh that co ed group that's been been with Carl, kinda of that Wednesday night teaching group. Uh two more? Keep yeah, yeah, and so then a lot of times we we like to do like some specialty classes. Yeah. Some examples have been like financial peace. We we do that from time to time. Um, grief share, and I don't want to forget to mention yeah. them. So it's not on Wednesday night, not to not to be confused, but grief share is starting up. Linda Miller and Krista Smith are gonna be leading that again. That meets at three o'clock on Sundays. So Sunday afternoons, they run from three to five. Um, so if you are someone who has lost a loved one, I say recently, but not even recently. Right. Just if you've lost a loved one and grief is something that you are struggling with or feel like you're walking through uh, by yourself, you're not. Um, and so we have some ladies that are, are more than willing to, to meet up here. and They have some good material through the Grief Share Ministry, some videos to watch, um, but also just some time to share your story and connect and be be supported. Don't feel like you have to walk through that alone. So they'll meet at three o'clock in the worship center. So you can come in just the main doors. They'll be in one of the Sunday school rooms on the south side of the building. Uh, there there will be signs and people there to, to point you in. Just come in those main doors and we'll point you to where you're going, but they would love to have you. Then uh, we have a couple other specialty groups and Kennedy is leading one of those. So I'm gonna toss it over to her to tell you yeah. about that. Yeah, we'll also do a Missions 101 course is what we're calling it. Um, really, this semester, the focus more on this class would be just global missions. So if you're interested in going either short-term, long-term, I definitely suggest taking um, this course. But even if you're interested in just praying for the nations, like giving to missions, just that idea of just participating in global missions, um, it, it's going to be a good course for that. It's a course that the IMB puts out um, that's basically just basic theology of missions. Like, why do we do missions? What does it mean, like, that God's glory will be known among the nations? Just kind of those really basic cool. ideas of missions. Um, and so that's what we'll be doing. We're also incorporating different missionaries to speak throughout the semester, um, either on Zoom or video or even in person. Um, so it'll just be a good time to learn how what our role is in God's um, mission. Um, and then also the other class that we wanted to mention is our Finding Hope class. And so if you were here for Hope is Alive Sunday, you probably heard a little bit um, about what that Finding Hope class is um, that Amy also talked about. She was on the podcast last week. Um, she does a great job leading out that ministry. So this is a ministry of Hope is Alive. Um, but Finding Hope is for those that have loved ones of either alcoholics or addicts. Um, and so this group meets the first and third Wednesday of every month. So it's a little bit different than our other classes um, because it's not every week. It's the first and third Wednesday, um, and they'll meet throughout the entire year. So instead of just the eight weeks, they're going to also walk through the holidays, walk through the summer, um, all of that. And so that'll be a great class led by Darla Price. Um, we're really excited that she's doing that, and she's going to do a fantastic job with that class. So 
Yeah. And on those off weeks of, of finding hope, we talked about, you know, feel free to step into one of these other groups that it's going to work out really well, or it just may be an off week for you and just kind of processing some of the things that that you're going through. But that finding hope has been something we've been praying about for, for years. I mean, Kennedy, your dad, Jim, like he was talking about this years ago. So this is something that we've been working toward, but excited, new opportunity. Uh, and definitely, uh, and for any of these groups, this is true, but but especially for Finding Hope or something like Grief Share, you don't have to be a member at Emmaus to participate in these groups. Uh, sometimes Wednesday night, if we're not careful, can feel a little closed off, and it should be exactly the opposite. Wednesday night uh, for, for our Emmaus members is a great chance to invite people. I mean, these are the kind of groups that people can walk into, connect with, make those relationships uh, both here and grow in the relationship with the Lord. So. If you have a family member, friend, neighbor, coworker who has a loved one who's addicted or alcoholic and they need this, this is a perfect opportunity to connect them with faith and and let them be a part of of what's going on at the church. So I think also about these groups and Jeff, I'm sure you would agree with this, but just because you miss the first week or even the second week, yeah, that's a good point. Like jump in. That's right. There's no question. There's never a a cutoff, you know, mm-hmm. just yeah. come in at any point. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this has been fun. Still not sure about that band name, but we'll figure it out <laughs> at some point. So uh, <laughs> we're going to make it happen. So, hey, look at that. Almost 22 minutes. We know this. That's great. Uh, Jeff, would, would you pray for us? Pray for our church family Wednesday nights, and uh, we'll wrap up and hopefully see people 5 o'clock meal, 6 o'clock groups, September the 6th. Sounds good. Father, we thank you for your grace and for your mercy. God, we we praise you for all the ways that you have given us encouragement uh, and all the different just sources of strength uh, and courage to pursue after you. Thank you for just the schedule that allows for Wednesday nights where we can come together and be around your word, um, commit ourselves to the teaching, um, commit ourselves to the prayers, to breaking of bread. Um, God, I pray that that time would be valuable and meaningful, that um, not just a part of a program or a schedule, um, but be something that lifts us up is, is kind of a midweek uh, encouragement and boost to us that we would continue to leverage our jobs or our school uh, and our families for your gospel. God, I thank you for the many volunteers that come together to watch uh, and teach kids from birth all the way up uh, through high school. Uh, God, to invest in those students uh, care for them and teach them your word as well. So please ask that you would help us to uh, commit to that time, um, to make much of you and to glorify your name. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. We love you, Emmaus. We'll see you soon.